Hi everyone and welcome to Ask the Coach Show episode 27. I'm Jeff Blum from pingskills.com and with me is super coach Alois Rosario. Welcome Alois. Good morning Jeffrey. Um, a very uh, warm night in Melbourne and uh, that maybe hence some bleary eyes. Yeah, didn't get down below 26. Yes. Which is, which is warm. When it's that warm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yes. So yes. yesterday we had the Ping Skillers question of the day was, um, should we have this show as an audio podcast? And we got a few responses. Some people saying they prefer the video format and, you know, if we don't want to watch the video, we can just listen to the sound. Um, so we'll just keep an eye out on people's comments. You can still go to the blog and leave a comment there. Just let us know if you'd like an audio podcast. Um, and that moves us on to today's Ping Skillers question of the day, which is, do you play in a club? So again, leave your comments and we'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, Alois, we made a few changes to the website um, where there's a, a new integrated blog so you can use your Ping Skills login to answer um, or to put comments on the blog. And we put some little icons on the questions that feature in the show. Um, so hopefully people enjoy those changes, Alice. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it looks good, Jeff. Um, you've done a good job with that. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's a little bit easier for people to use. So let's okay. see, uh, see how you go. So, so you can just go straight to the blog. Yes, you can. All right, so let's get on to the questions. Um, and related to the Pink Skillers question of the day is a question from Rohan, or Rowan. And Rowan asks, I play in a club and I'm used to playing on the club table. When I go for a match, it is tough to get used to the, that new table and none of my top spins or blocks are landing. But, the club, but at the club, I'm able to land most of my shots. How do I overcome this? Yeah, so this is this is something that you just need to get, start to get used to, uh, Rowan. Um, the more you play, the more you start to be able to adapt to different um, conditions and styles. So the first thing is just allow yourself to adapt when you go to the and the, the new table. Um, allow yourself to just watch the ball and start to adapt. You know, the, the ball might bounce just a fractionally fractionally lower or slower or faster or higher. Um, allow yourself to just watch and start to um, change your change your stroke. It, it isn't a big it isn't a big um, change. It's only just a, a small little technique change. And if you get a chance to practice before the um, matches start, get out there on the table and just hit as much as you can. So you know always get to the venue um, early. You know, get get to the venue half an hour or an hour before you're scheduled to play your matches, and just see if you can get on the table and have a bit of a hit. That that will always help, just to start to get the feel of um, the table. Okay, good advice there, Alice. Now, I used to find that if I was practicing in a small club, and then I went to a big hall, or even vice versa, I was practicing in a big hall and went to a club with just a smaller area, that that was kind of the biggest difference. Does, um, did you find that, Alice, and why would like um, the size of the hall really matter? Yeah, 
a lot of it's perception. So when you're in a big hall, it just it just feels like everything the, the ball moves a bit slower and it's hard to play fast shots because the ball doesn't seem to travel as fast. Um, there is more air and um, space in the hall, so yeah, that could be a contributing contributing factor. In a smaller room, again, the perception and perhaps the reality to, to a certain extent is that it feels like the ball's traveling really fast because against the background of the wall close to you, um, the ball feels like it's moving uh, or looks like it's moving a lot faster. So a little bit is perception, a little bit might be reality as well. But again, spend a little bit of time practicing in those conditions and you'll start to find that you'll adapt pretty quickly. As long as you allow yourself to adapt and don't start panicking about it and worrying about it. If you start to worry about it too much, then you know, you're gonna, it, things just won't get much better. Okay, so good luck, Rowan. Um, try out those tips next time you uh, play away from your club and hopefully they help you out. Um, now the next question is from uh, NapNap. The question is, how do you do the CEO, the CEO Haiwan serve with great spin and curve on the ball? Yes. So, um, so she does a really um, good backhand high toss serve, which is different. It's a serve that you don't see very much. So she's throwing the ball up really high and generating a lot of spin because two things. One, she really uses um, the rotation and using the wrist and um, her bat uh, well to generate a lot of the side spin, but also because she's using the high toss, the ball's coming down faster, hitting her bat faster, and then she's able to generate a little bit more spin on it as well. So um, if you get a chance, just um, we'll put a link on um, a little bit of footage from her playing, and uh, you can have a look at her serve and just see um, the serve that she does. Give it a try. It's not a serve that you see often, and just the difference or the variation can sometimes win you a few points because you're trying something different and it's a serve that your opponent hasn't seen. So basically, it's just a high toss, backhand, side spin serve. All right, great. Thanks for the question, Nap Nap. The next question is from Abdiel. And the question is, is it advisable to flick a short, spinny, side spin serve that is at the right height? Yeah, so Abdil, um, it's good to um, spin, uh, sorry, flick side spin serves. So as soon as there's a little bit of side spin on the ball, it makes it much easier to flick than if it's just straight backspin. If it's straight backspin, then you've got to lift the ball a little bit more to, to get it up and over the net. But as soon as there's a bit of side spin, it means that there's going to be less backspin on the ball. So then you can start flicking over um, that serve. So um, with the flick, uh, a lot of it is just the feel and the touch to be able to cut forward and push the ball over and then a little bit of top on it to, uh, to generate the, the spin to get it up and over the net. Um, have a look at our um, uh, strokes and technique section and we've got uh, lessons there on both the forehand and the backhand flick for you to, um, to learn the technique. To, to adapt for the side spin, so then it's a matter of just angling your bat slightly to allow 
allow for the side spin on the ball. So if there's, you know, the ball's dragging across that way, just angle your bat a little bit more that way to make the flick or the other way to make the flick, just depending on the type of side spin as well. So, yep. So the basic thing is, yes, if you see a bit of side spin on the ball, it is a good, good idea um, to try to flick it sometimes as well. Okay, good luck. Uh, so work on your flick, uh, Abdeel. The next question is from Kevin, and it's related. Kevin says, I was just wondering what the flip shot is. I've been looking at articles and interviews with players, and they've all been saying the flip is really hard to execute. Okay, well, Kevin, um, the flip is just the flick. They're just different terms um, and uh, for the exact same thing. So a flip and a flip, a flip and a flick um, are the same thing. You just, um, they're just interchangeable terms. So we've talked a little bit today about the flick. Um, so that's what it is. It's just a flick. Yes, I mean, I think certain countries may use flip more than flick. Like in Australia, we tend to use the term flick, um, but I guess overseas they use the term flip alloys. Yeah, I, I know in the US uh, quite a bit, uh, we use the term flip. Oh, sorry, yeah, flip. I'm getting confused with my flips and flicks. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the US they tend to use flip more, um, but yeah, it, it often happens. I mean, it's, it's, it's such an international sport. And there's often just different terms for the same thing, um, different strokes, uh, different techniques. So uh, often it's just a matter of getting uh, behind the actual terminology and, uh, and realising that we're all talking about the same things. Excellent. Good advice there, Alois. Um, so that wraps up episode 27. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Again, check out our website, www.pingskills.com and sign up for our free newsletter. And don't forget to leave a comment on our new blog and uh, let us know what you think. Thanks for watching, and we will see you on Monday. Thanks, Alois. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great weekend, Pink Skillers, and lots of table tennis for you, I hope.